You are listening to episode number nine of the You Are Nourished podcast. If you've been following me for a while, shout out to all my OG members and followers. You'll be very familiar with my Shift the Sugar challenge. Chances are you're one of the eight or 10,000 people who have taken it and it was a springboard to a life-changing transformation for you. But I'm hanging up my Shift the Sugar hat. Find out why in this episode and what else I've got planned that's even better. Stay tuned. Are you tired of dieting, fed up with constantly stressing out about food and sick to death of feeling like absolute rubbish because no matter how hard you try, you just can't seem to get control over your eating habits? Well, my love, you are in the right place. I'm Lauren Gafer. I'm a nutritional therapist and a mindset coach. I'm a mum of two and I happen to be partial to an oat milk latte and a Friday night gin and tonic. But I am mostly on a mission to make sure that you never go on another diet. On this podcast, my goal is to liberate you from restrictive and unsustainable diets by learning how to eat more intuitively, teaching you how to nourish yourself in body and mind, and helping you feel the best you've ever felt without ever counting another calorie again. Let's dive into today's episode. welcome back to the podcast. Now today I am sharing a little bit of my professional journey with you and how my own relationship with food has informed what I teach and also how I show up in the world. So as we settle into 2022, I knew that something needed to change. And I've known for a little while, there's been a niggling thing hanging over me for a little while that something in what I've been teaching and what I've been saying out in the world needed to change. Because over the last year or so, I've become more and more passionate about the anti-diet movement. I've been getting into intuitive eating and that has been my passion and that has been the thing that I've been showing up and talking about over on my Instagram and it's, you know, we've changed a lot of what we do inside the membership to be about helping women to stop dieting. A lot of the content that I put out there, even within Shift the Sugar, is about helping women to stop dieting. But I knew that there was a disconnect between this anti-diet message and a Shift the Sugar challenge. There was it was not an alignment anymore. So I knew even when I ran it for the very last time last year that I couldn't in good faith and feeling aligned and in integrity, I think that's the key word that I was trying to search for, in integrity, continue to put this message about quitting sugar out into the world. And then on the flip side, be saying that diets are bad. Because at the end of the day, when you're saying shift the sugar, ultimately you're telling people to cut out sugar, which is still a diet. So there was a lot of conflicting feelings going on for me. So let me just take you through a little potted history of um, how Shift the Sugar um, came about. And I guess it's evolution over about five years. And what I'm moving into now, which just feels so much more aligned and so much more what I'm truly, truly passionate about. And I really feel that I can help 
so many millions of people to have a healthier relationship with food by helping them first with their relationship with food rather than helping them first with cutting something out. So hopefully this will all become a little bit clearer as we move through the episode. So the promise of Shift the Sugar was to ditch your cravings in five days without feeling hungry or deprived. And that's 100% what the challenge did. It, 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 is, it did, it does what it says on the tin. We'd spend five days together, five days of live trainings, a meal plan, uh, and at the end of it, your cravings will have completely disappeared and you'll have a much healthier outlook on life because woven into the Shift the Sugar Challenge was all of my teachings on the underlying reasons why you have cravings in the first place, which really comes down to dieting. But I only got to that point kind of much later in the challenges journey. When I first started running it in, I think it was 2017 that I ran my first challenge. So prior to that, I was working as a one-to-one nutritional therapist uh, in a clinic, seeing clients one-to-one. And I've been doing that for, you know, for quite a few years on and off in between having the kids and moving out of London and all the rest of it, having a, you know, being a mum. And it was great. It was, you know, flexible. I could see clients around my schedule, but it was very, very limiting. Um, You were limited to your geography. Back in the day, we we weren't using Zoom calls. I was going to clients' houses or they were coming to um, a clinic uh, near where I lived. So you're kind of limited by the geography because people are only going to travel so far to see you. And you're limited by the number of hours in the day. And I was feeling frustrated because I knew that I, you know, I wanted more, I had more to give. I wanted to help more people. And also, realistically, there's a limit to your income when you are only seeing a few clients a week. And I was just getting frustrated with the amount of work that went into seeing a client because it wasn't just the 60 minutes that you sat in front of them. It was all the prep work. They had to fill out a huge case history and before coming in to see you. And quite often they would get sent their treatment plan after the appointment. And I'd be researching all of their test results and all of the supplements that um, that they needed to take. So it was a lot of work. And But there's only so much that you can really charge per hour because that's, that's the work that they see. So it was very limiting and I knew I wanted to do more. And at that time, sort of 2016, 2017, more and more people were moving into the online space and I thought well this this sounds good I'm going to give this a go as well and so I ran my very first challenge in 2017 I decided to do a a sugar-free challenge because I thought well that's what everybody wants surely sugar's going to help people lose weight quitting sugar is going to help people lose weight which is what you know everybody wants right Uh, and at that time I was quite deeply entrenched in that kind of messaging as well and I also knew that people were struggling with cravings but ultimately what I knew you know my learnings around nutrition were to, to really help people to to be healthier, to um, feel more organised around food, to nourish themselves with with nutritious foods, to get away from processed foods and eat um, whole foods. So really, it was about a transition from you know lots of sugary foods, lots of refined carbohydrates, to more whole foods that would balance blood sugar and that would give you more energy and help you sleep better and balance your hormones and all those things that I'm still really passionate about in helping people to do is to be healthier and feel better. But it was very, you know, there was no mindset and not a huge amount of mindset with that as well. It was, you know, here you go, here's your meal plan. Um, It was very much focused on the food. Uh, There was a, I mean, those of you listening who know the original Shift the Sugar Plan, I'm sure there's a few of you out there, quite a significant amount of meal prep, like two or three hours of meal prep. But it was also 
quite restrictive in that it was cutting out all forms of sugar. So it came with quite a strict guideline and list of foods. So these are things that you can eat and these are things that you can't eat. Um, but the emphasis was on wholesome, nutritious ingredients um, to help you feel better and have more energy. But what I was finding was people were coming to the challenge and feeling amazing after the five days and joining the membership and you know everything that we had to offer in there. But after a little while came the self-sabotage. And I didn't really understand what was going on. And the other thing that was happening was that people were losing weight at the beginning of the challenge, but were then plateauing a couple of months into it. And again, I didn't really know what was going on. I wasn't at that point. I've never marketed myself as a weight loss coach. I don't have those particular skills. I, I don't know how many percentages of macros or how many what calorie deficit and all that kind of stuff. I've never taken an interest in that really. So I felt confused. I was like, well, these people want to lose weight, but it's not really happening for them. Why not? I didn't really understand that. And all the research that I've done recently, I do now understand exactly why that's happening. And I've talked about it more on the podcast and there'll be more episodes coming up about that as well. But I understand that better. I understand exactly what was happening. It is a mixture of mindset, but it's also a mixture of our, our biology and and psychology as to why we experience cravings and why, you know, weight plateaus and and all that kind of thing. But that's not what this this episode is about. So what I was finding, what I realised in continuing to run Shift the Sugar through 2017, 2018, 2019, I ran it many, many times. Uh, You know, some years I would do it three times a year and then I sort of put it down to two times a year. But what I was finding was that I was attracting a lot of dieters. And what I realized that what these women who who were coming into my challenge had in common was not an addiction to sugar, but an addiction to dieting. And Shift the Sugar was helping to free them from diets because I've always maintained that everything that I stand for is not about being on a diet. It is about eating proper foods and balancing your blood sugar um, but it's only been more recently that I've I've gone deeper into that anti-diet message, but it was all kind of wrapped up and muddled together. So I just feel a lot clearer now about what it is that I want to teach and what I want to stand for and what I want, I guess, my legacy to be and what I want people to remember me for when I'm gone. This woman helped me, helped to free me from dieting and help me f- feel free around food. That's the thing that I want to, people to say I help them with, not this woman helped me quit sugar. There's a difference, there is a difference. So through realizing that I was attracting a lot of dieters and I was understanding the language that they were speaking. So a lot of women were, were coming to me and saying, you know, I don't feel like I've got any willpower. I feel like I'm obsessing about food all the time. My thoughts are taken over by food. My cravings are out of control. And I realized that it wasn't simply because they were having sugar and they felt addicted to sugar. It, it was dieting that was leading to these behaviours and leading to this mindset around food. So my philosophy and my focus began to shift from helping women to quit sugar to helping women to quit dieting. And I used Shift the Sugar to help them understand the link between their sugar cravings and diets. And this made perfect sense to me, but outwardly, 
it was causing a lot of confusion. I was getting so many questions and so much misunderstanding from people because on the one hand, here you've got really quite a simple message, shift the sugar, right? Does exactly what it says on the tin, I'm gonna help you to quit sugar. And yet, when people were signing up for the challenge, and I changed the meal plan over the years to be from being quite restrictive to then having more forms of natural sugars like honey and maple syrup. Maybe people were coming in and going, I don't understand. This is not a sugar-free plan. Why is there maple syrup in this plan? And then I was getting a lot of people with diabetes or pre-diabetes going, well, my doctor told me I need to cut out sugar and this looked like it was just for me, but there's sugar on this plan and there's too many carbs and why have you got maple syrup? So it's very, very confusing a lot of misunderstanding and I was getting a lot of backlash from the sugar-free brigade going, hang on a minute, you're selling a shift the sugar challenge. This is a sugar-free experience. Why is it not sugar-free? I don't understand. And I was also being hit by the anti-diet brigade going, hang on a minute, you're out here extolling the virtues of, you know, being anti-diet and you're all diets, (laughs) diets are terrible. And here you are, flogging your sugar-free diet. Who even are you? Uh, So it was hard. It was really hard for me because I just felt like I was constantly having to justify myself. And I knew this isn't right. The messaging that the name of this challenge isn't right because what was happening was, you know, I got to the point where I was like, well, look, Shift the Sugar is, let's face it, it's been an amazing business builder for me. And it can be really hard to let go of something that thousands of people swarm to, that is really, really successful, that does very, very well, that you've become kind of known for, that's become a bit of a signature thing, but that has also helped me to grow my business. And so there's definitely been a huge amount of fear for me to go, oh my God, if I don't just shift the sugar anymore, what am I going to do? How am I going to attract people? What will I say? What will I talk about? How will I even grow my business? Obviously, I know there's a million other ways to do that. But when you've developed something, a formula that works, it's really difficult to turn around and go, well, this just doesn't feel right to me anymore. And that's where the integrity piece comes in. At the end of the day, that's more important to me. And I know that I can still help a lot of people with what el- with the other things that I have to say, but there was just this one lack of clarity around shift the sugar and then people were coming in. And I guess in the last one, so I ran two last year, and I think in both of those, I would people would sign up for Shift the Sugar, but from day one, it really was about, okay, you've signed up for a Shift the Sugar challenge, but we're doing something a little bit different. I know you think you're here to quit sugar, but actually what we're here to do is to help you understand why you feel addicted to sugar, why your cravings are out of control, and why you feel like you can't, um, you know, you can't let go of these foods. And that's where all the dieting messaging came in, because when you are restricting food, when you are restricting calories, when you're cutting out food groups, that's what is making your cravings worse and not only that from a sort of physical perspective but from a mental perspective when you are restricting foods mentally when you're eating something and your thoughts are going I shouldn't be eating this I feel really guilty about it then that is creating mental restriction and all of that guilt is horrible for your health as well so I talked a lot about the all or nothing mindset around food we talked a lot about you know how dieting was um, leading to increased cravings I managed to turn it around and the challenge has still been hugely successful even when I brought people in and then then started talking about my anti-diet message. But on the front end, it's still very, very confusing. And that's where I knew, um, even when I was running it in October last year, I was like, I really shouldn't be (laughs) 
shouldn't be running this one. I'm going to run it one last time. And then in 2022, you know, things are going to change. But even then, it was just, you know, myself and my team were just being overwhelmed with with questions and queries and misunderstanding from people who were like, you know, I don't get this. Why are you selling a sugar-free challenge? This meal plan isn't sugar-free. It doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm going to leave the sugar-free challenges to the people who really do the sugar-free thing. And I'm going to move into where I feel aligned and where I feel best and where I don't feel like I'm constantly having to justify myself. And it just is a lot more transparent, essentially. And the other thing that kind of led to this episode, I guess, and to let and that led to me really, really feeling good about my decision to let go of Shift the Sugar was a little debate that we had inside my membership recently, where one of my lovely, lovely members who um, joined Shift the Sugar back in October last year and then came on to join the membership and has had an incredible journey in the few months that she's been with us in terms of her mindset around food. And she's really great at sharing her progress uh, in the group and her reflections and changes in mindset. I always love reading um, what she has to say in, our, in the group. Um, but she posted recently about she was reflecting on um, on Shift the Sugar. And because I told my members recently that I wasn't going to be running Shift the Sugar anymore, that, you know, we're doing something different. And quite a few people said, well, if I hadn't have seen your Shift the Sugar message, I wouldn't have signed up for like an anti-diet message because I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to hear that. What I thought I needed was to quit sugar. And I fully get that. I really do 100% get that. And so what she was saying and quite a few other members was that um, I felt like my cravings were out of control and all I needed to do was quit sugar. And that spoke to me. But when I joined the challenge, I almost felt like I'd been reeled in and I'd been duped and I felt confused and angry that I had joined this sugar-free thing and yet here you were talking about something completely different and it didn't feel right. In the end, she got it <laughs> after the five days and since joining the membership, she has, you know, she, she gets the message. But in the first instance, you know, the first sort of month or so of being inside the membership, she didn't really feel like she was in the right place and didn't realise that that was what she needed. So that made me on the one hand go, oh God, I'm going to miss out on all of these people who need one thing, who think they need something, but actually need something else. But ultimately, I want to make sure that people who sign up to work with me know exactly what they're getting, that I'm completely transparent with what I'm saying on the outside and what I'm saying on the inside and that there are no surprises. I'm always, you know, very, very honest that my challenges will give you a ton of value at a stupidly low price. But ultimately, I want you to join my membership because that's where the life-changing transformations happen. And if we're being fully transparent here, which I am, because I remember one of my previous challenges, somebody commented because I charged... I used to charge five pounds when it used to be free, actually, Shift the Sugar. Um, But then I started charging five pounds for it. And obviously somebody had sat down and done the maths and realised that, you know, I charged five pounds for the challenge and I had 2,000 people on this challenge. And I don't know what was going on, but in large groups, quite often you get all sorts of people and all sorts of comments. But somebody had commented about how, well, clearly she's done very well um, out of charging for this challenge. (laughs) 
fact, you know, in full transparency, if you really want to know, I don't actually make any profit from my challenges. The income that comes in from my challenges funds um, my marketing budget and goes straight to uh, Mark Zuckerberg, basically. So anybody thinking that, you know, I'm literally, you know, sitting in pots of gold from all these little five pounds, I'm not. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, my membership is where the life changing transformations happen. At 100%, you can join my challenges and you will get so much value. I put so much into them for a really crazily, stupidly low price because ultimately, at the end of the day, what I want you to do is come and join me inside my membership. And because that's where I know I can help you in the long term, that support, that accountability. And that's where the transformations really, really happen. To sum this all up, Shift the Sugar has been an amazing experience for me to run, but it no longer felt aligned. I no longer felt in integrity with what I stood for by continuing to run a challenge that was said it was about one thing and actually ended up being about something else. Um, You know, while it was good, it was good while it lasted, but it no longer felt right or aligned with who I am now. It was causing a lot of confusion, both amongst participants and my followers who saw a public anti-diet message. And I no longer want you or my future followers and customers to feel duped or Um, reeled into buying something that is actually something else. So we're doing something different. And I did actually um, mention this in last week's um, episode. I'm going to be running a food freedom boot camp. Now, make no mistake, I am still 100% helping you with your cravings to get a handle on those cravings, but we're not doing it in a way that feels restrictive. Not that I've ever really done it in a way that feels restrictive, but by removing that, the only way to manage your cravings is by quitting sugar message that we had before. This is about getting a handle on your cravings so that you can understand that the end result of you no longer obsessing about food, no longer feeling guilty about every you know mouthful that you eat, being able to go out to a restaurant and you know not stress about what's on the menu, be able to enjoy social occasions and not feel like you're having to count macros and calories and all of that kind of stuff on you know all the time. The other end of that is food freedom. That is ultimately the end goal. What I want for you is food freedom. And there are lots and lots of things that we need to do to get there. Um, But what we're going to be doing in the boot camp is starting with helping you to get a handle on those cravings, but not only that, understand what's driving your cravings, really get a true understanding on a biological level and a psychological level, what is happening with your cravings and how It's got nothing to do with your willpower. We're going to be talking a lot about willpower. We're going to be talking a lot about the all or nothing mindset around food and how dieting exacerbates that and actually makes your cravings worse. So it really is about helping you to feel more balanced, eat foods that nourish you, that fill you up, that balance your blood sugar and give you more energy, but also make you feel good and happy, that don't make you feel guilty. Um, And it's also going to be helping you to shift some of those beliefs that you've held for many, many years around dieting and diet culture and begin to free yourself from that so that by the end of the challenge, you know with ultimate certainty that dieting is 
not the way to go for you and that you have some tools to help you go forward towards food freedom. So that is what the bootcamp is going to be about. I am so excited. It starts on Monday the 7th of March for five whole days and I promise you it is going to be extra. It's going to be so much fun. I am very, very excited about this. So what do you need to do? You need to head to www.youarenourished.com forward slash bootcamp to save your seat. And I will see you in the bootcamp. And I will also see you in next week's episode. Thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you again for spending your time with me today. If this episode was valuable to you, I would truly appreciate it if you shared it with someone that would find it helpful. Also, don't forget you can find all the resources, links and show notes over at youarenourished.com. See you next week on the You Are Nourished podcast. Bye for now.